0: mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The Word of God which engages us this day is the Old Testament lesson read previously, thus far the text. Dear friends in Christ, on Saturday, January 13, the residents of Hawaii were thrown into a state of panic. Due to human error, an alert was sent out to all cell phones and it was broadcast on radio and television. The alert communicated that there was a ballistic missile incoming to Hawaii. And the alert ended with the words, this is not a drill. Panicked people were running down city streets and through municipal parks trying to find shelter. People who were eating in restaurants got up threw cash on the table to cover their bill and went running out of the restaurant. People called their friends and their family members wondering if this would be the last time they would be able to speak with them. And then 38 minutes later, the state of Hawaii issued a message saying it was all a false alarm. There was no incoming missile after all. And while many people were angry to learn that it all was a false alarm, there was also a widespread sense of relief. The doom and the destruction that they had feared was averted, and many people felt like they got a second chance at life. Well, that's exactly what the people of Nineveh must have felt like in our Old Testament lesson for today. For God sent the prophet Jonah to them, and just like the alert that was published on January 13 in Hawaii, Jonah had an alert for the people of Nineveh. It also was a message of doom and destruction to come, and it was not a false alarm. Jonah's alert, yet 40 days, and Nineveh will be overthrown. But then, the unexpected happened. The people of Nineveh actually believed God and repented of all of their sin. In verses that are not included in our Old Testament lesson for today, we read that the mighty and powerful king of Nineveh came down from his throne, took off his royal robes, and issued a decree that not only he But all the people of Nineveh and all the animals in Nineveh should be clothed in sackcloth, a scratchy, burlappy type material, and that no one, not even the animals, should eat or drink as they were in this time of repentance. Who knows, said the king, God may relent of his fierce anger and we may not perish and that's exactly what God did when he saw the repentance on the part of the people of Nineveh he gave them a second chance he spared them he didn't destroy them this gracious God of ours who desires not the death of the wicked but that the wicked should repent and live this God is the God of second chances for he worked through a reluctant, disobedient prophet named Jonah who himself needed a second chance. Notice that our Old Testament lesson begins with the words, the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Well, that means the word of the Lord must have come to Jonah a first time. It did. And that didn't go too very well. Instead of heading off to Nineveh as God had commanded, Jonah set sail in the opposite direction for a city named Tarshish. But God was not going to give up on Jonah, and he went through extraordinary means to give Jonah a second chance. Through a storm that he called into being on the Mediterranean Sea, through Jonah being thrown overboard from that boat into the water, from God commissioning a great fish in order to swallow up Jonah, through Jonah spending three days and three nights in the belly of this fish and then deposited back on dry land, God went through extensive means to give Jonah a second chance to be obedient and faithful. Well, just as God didn't give up on the people of Nineveh, And just as he didn't give up on Jonah, we can give thanks to him today that he hasn't given up on us. Oh, it's easy to be critical of the reluctant, disobedient prophet Jonah, but who of us here today can say that we perfectly follow the will of God at all times and in all places? Often we, just like Jonah, want things our way, not God's way. And we too, just like the people of Nineveh, were facing a sure and certain destruction from our very conception and birth. Oh, it might not have come in 40 days, but perhaps it would come in 60 years or 70 years or 80 years or even 90 years if we were granted that much time here on this earth. But make no mistake, it would come. For God has said, the soul that sins, it shall die. Thanks be to God that just as he went through extraordinary means to give the people of Nineveh a second chance, extraordinary means to give Jonah a second chance, he's taken extraordinary means to give us a second chance as well. He didn't send to us a reluctant and disobedient prophet. He sent to us a willing and obedient son. And even though he spared the lives of the Ninevites, and even though he spared the life of Jonah, he delivered up his own son into death for you and for me, to give each one of us an eternal second chance in his presence. That's how much he loves you, how much he loves me, and how much he loves all people. And on this day when we begin National Lutheran Schools Week, we thank God for the privilege of being able to share the good news of the God of second chances with all of our children in our school. Daily and weekly they hear and are reminded of the God who loves them, the God that gave them an eternal second chance. Our school is not just an add-on to our ministry here at St. Paul's. It is interwoven into the fabric, into the spiritual DNA of our congregation, and has been for 169 years. That's why we refer to ourselves as St. Paul's Lutheran Church and school because day in and day out god is at work inside the walls of our school our preschool and our early childhood center beginning today and throughout the coming week we're going to be giving thanks and praise to god for our students our teachers our staff our volunteers and all who are involved in this ministry of nurture and outreach. But there is one reason we need to return to Jonah. For there is one thing still unresolved in the book of Jonah. It would be nice from many standpoints if the book of Jonah ended with the last verse of our Old Testament lesson for today. God gave the Ninevites a second chance. God gave Jonah a second chance. Everybody would be happy but there is a fourth chapter in the book of Jonah and unfortunately in this fourth chapter Jonah is very angry with God angry that God would give the Ninevites a second chance you see the Ninevites were not only Gentiles they were Assyrians they were the avowed enemies of God's people they were known for their sin and evil and for their vicious violence and God gives these people a second chance? Jonah just couldn't seem to get past that. Well, on second thought, maybe it's good there is a fourth chapter in the book of Jonah. For God has placed people in our lives as well. Maybe in our home, in our school, in our workplace, in our broader social contacts, people who need a second chance from us. They're not our enemies, at least I hope not, but instead they are people who perhaps have done something or said something or failed to do something or failed to say something when they should have, and it hurt us, and it made us angry. But just as God gave the Ninevites a second chance, just as he gave Jonah a second chance, just as he gave you and me a second chance, I hope you join me in remembering that these people in our lives who need a second chance are people for whom Christ died as well. And I hope you join me in the prayer that just as God sent Jonah to the people of Nineveh, that he would send us and give to us the faith and the courage and the opportunity to go to the people who need a second chance from us, not with words that are filled with anger and destruction, but rather with words that are filled with forgiveness and reconciliation. Words that flow from the God of second chances, amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding guard our hearts and our minds in this one true faith unto life everlasting. Amen.